Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 138. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John Dumas. Fire Nation, do you have a product or service you would like to share with the over 150,000 unique downloads Entrepreneur on Fire receives every month consisting of passionate and engaged entrepreneurs? Chris Brogan sponsored an episode for his book, The Impact Equation, and saw great results. If you would like to share your message with Fire Nation, go to sponsoreofire.com to find out more. That's sponsoreofire.com. And now let's give it up for our sponsor, Jason Yana. Fire Nation, do you have a great product idea but don't know how to share your vision with the world? Jason Yana Studios, a visual marketing firm with expertise in 3D modeling and photorealistic rendering, is going to donate their high-end services to a lucky EO Fire listener. Enter to win your free set of photorealistic renderings of your product today at ignitemyproducts.com. Okay, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Rich Horwath. Rich, are you prepared to ignite? Yes. All right. Rich is a New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and USA Today bestselling author on strategy. As the CEO of Strategic Thinking Institute, Rich leads executive teams through the strategy process and has helped more than 50,000 managers around the world develop strategic thinking skills. Giving Fire Nation a little overview, Rich, but why don't you take a second, tell us a little bit about yourself personally, you want to get to know you, and then take another minute and give us an overview of your business. Sounds good, John. My passion is really around strategy and strategic thinking. How do we help people think about their business and think about their life in the most productive, efficient, and effective ways so that they can be successful, however they define that word success in their life? I've had my own business for the last 10 years, and I've been fortunate enough to travel around the world and teach people how to think strategically. I've been a professor of strategy at the graduate level, so I have that academic background, and I've also been a chief strategy officer, so I have that real-world experience. I've written five books, and I've been fortunate enough to interview executives and managers at all levels from lots of different organizations. So I've been very blessed that I've uh, been able to chat with a lot of different people in a lot of different cultures and a lot of different companies in order to refine my concepts and theories around strategic thinking. Wow, that was great. Thank you. Can you share with us what your favorite custom or your favorite country that you might have visited was and give us a little glimpse of what exactly it was that made that special for you? Yes, I would probably say it was uh, Kenya, Africa, and wow. I had the opportunity to be there about uh, about eight, nine years ago, and I think the, the biggest thing that struck me in, in Kenya specifically was the, the, was the openness and the willingness to learn and get better. You know, John, I think we all we all feel like we're we're doing pretty well at what we're doing and you know, we we know a lot of things if we've been in our business for 5 or 10, 15 years. But what I found in Kenya is just a, a real willingness to learn and to to see that the other person chatting with us has so much to offer if we simply listen and ask the right questions. 
And I remember my time in Kenya um, chatting with one of the, the tribal leader chiefs and just remember watching him with a smile on his face, nodding and listening and occasionally asking questions. And after a while, I realized that he was really learning so much from me and I wasn't, in fact, learning as much as I could. So I made it a point to ask more questions and he smiled. And as we finished, he said, you understand what it means to learn. And to me, that was one of the things that really that's really stayed with me till this day. Now, that's a powerful glimpse and a powerful story. And that's one thing that I look back on my past and really treasure are those times that I was able to take off and actually live in India and travel around that country and Nepal as well for four months. And then being able to immerse myself with a family in Guatemala to try and learn the language and learn the customs. And it's really kind of given me a, an international view. And now that Entrepreneur on Fire is being listed in over 100 countries, I always love to bring out stories like yours of people that go out and just really embrace other customs and other cultures because we can learn so much from that. And thank you for sharing that little side note, Rich. But let's drive on to our first real topic, which is our success quote, because we love getting that motivational ball rolling here at Entrepreneur on Fire. And we always start off the top of our shows with a success quote. So what do you have for us today? Well, it's funny, John. I've, I have a couple hundred quotes that I look at on a weekly basis. <laughs> but if I, had to, if I had to pull out one for you... It would be by uh, a person named Christopher Morley and may not be familiar to a lot of people because he's, he's more of a poet. He's an American poet and novelist. But his quote is this, there is only one success, to be able to spend your life in your own way. And to me, that's the, that's the quote that really drives what, what I do. And I think it's because we all define success differently, whether it's uh, material possessions, whether it's spiritually, whether it's relationships, there's a lot of different ways to define success. And I think as I've worked, John, in the last 10 years with, with different companies running my own business, the way I've tried to define success is, is not by using other people's parameters, but really by designing my own parameters of what success means to me in my life. And for me, it means spending time with family, it means spending time with friends. It means the opportunity to travel to new places, as you talked about earlier. It means the opportunity to work with good people, people who are willing to learn, people who I can learn from. So that quote really, really drives a lot of what I do because I think too often we get caught up in what other people's definitions of success are, whether it's television commercials saying we should be driving this car or vacation commercials saying we need to have a house in the Caribbean, those types of things. But at the end of the day, if we can find in our own minds what really is success for us, I think that's really the key is first determining what does that mean for us and then creating a life that matches up with that. I love your aerial view of that, Rich. Take us down to the ground level. How have you actually applied that mentality to your life, to your business in the last six months, in the last year? Yeah, John, I'm a big believer that unless you write things down, they simply aren't going to happen. Yes. You know, if you went to a building site and the architect was there with all of the contractors and he explained in words what he wanted them to build, what type of house and then he left the job site, everybody would think he was insane because an architect always has a blueprint, a plan in writing that demonstrates what, what, he, what he or she is trying to achieve. And so I'm a big believer that we all have to have a blueprint for our life, 
a plan, simple, one or two pages, but that outlines the goals, the objectives, what are we trying to achieve in life, and how are we going to get there? And, and to me, if you've got that written plan, then it's simply a matter of adjusting the plan and modifying the plan to stay on course. Because what I found, John, is if I don't have a plan in writing, I become like that bumper car that bounces from one opportunity or one thing to the next. Right. And, and a couple months later, I don't know where how I've gotten to the place I've, I've, I've been. So I, I do think from my own perspective, I, I really like to have a, a written blueprint, a one or two page plan that's really guiding what I'm doing day in and day out. If you could just pull out one exciting goal or something that's fun that you're really looking forward to for 2013 out of that plan, what would it be? Yeah, for me, John, I, you know, my, my passion, as I said, is strategic thinking. So um, I, I, I am writing a new book. So this will be my sixth book. And it's really taking strategic thinking to that senior level. So if you're running your own company, if you're an entrepreneur, whether it's a company of one or a company of 10,000, how do you really look at that business in order to profitably grow it so that you're helping the business and you're and you're creating a life that you want. So I'm 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 writing that book and I'm just finishing the research here at the end of uh end of this month and then we'll be right we'll be starting the writing process and the manuscript's gonna be due in about six months. So for me that's really an exciting opportunity to really take time out to think, to explore some of the concepts and tools that are out there and then really bring it all together fascinating. Make sure to keep Fire Nation up with your progress on that. So Rich, we're going to transition now to our next topic, which is failure, which are challenges and obstacles that every entrepreneur faces along their journey. And as an entrepreneur, you've certainly had your share of those as every entrepreneur has. Take us back to a point in your journey when you failed, when you encountered an incredible obstacle that you had to work hard to either pivot around or somehow climb over and then share with us how you overcame this. Sure, John. When I first started my business about 10 years ago, uh, I had a new business opportunity uh, with a company. And it, it's a Fortune 500 company, pretty well known. And at, at the end of the process, it was down to myself and one other group to provide um, strategy training uh, services for this company. It would have been a huge, huge win for me. And uh, you know, I received a phone call and they said, you know what, we just didn't see how you were different than the other group and the other group spent around longer so we're going to go we're going to go with them and you know for me that was a crushing crushing blow at the time because you know it would have meant the world to me to get that piece of business and you know the first couple of years as most entrepreneurs can understand are, are very tough financially it made a huge huge difference and I didn't get it and you know it was one of those moments where I said you know I could certainly go back to the to to my corporate job um, and, and, and go back and, and work for somebody else um, because that's safe and it's, it's, it's easier to do and I can do that. And I, th I looked at the phone and I thought, you know, should I make that call? And something in my stomach said, you know what, don't make that call. And instead, what I tried to do was dig into what the, the, the comments were made and, and really say, why didn't they see me as different? Why didn't I stand out in their eyes? And so I really took a hard look at myself and my business and I tried to start to unearth what were the unique qualities of myself and my business that another company would say, you know what, we do see the difference 
uh, for, for you versus somebody else. So we are going to choose you. So that sent me on a journey of, of, of exploration. And that lasted probably about eight or nine months. And at that end of that eight or ninth month period, I was able to come up with a platform that, that really started to show where I and how I was different than others. And, and so that really started, started me down the path to being a little bit more successful. That was such an incredible insight for you to gain from that experience. And after those eight or nine months of looking inside yourself, what were a couple things that you really pulled out that you could make yourself stand out, that you could make to differentiate yourself and your company? You know, John, I think the first thing that we need to do when we have a period of exploration like that, really kind of that soul searching, is the first thing we need to do is not necessarily set our goals, but but understand where are we today? What what is our what's our current situation? What are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? What are the opportunities that are out there? Who am I competing with? What do my customers want? We have to answer those questions. And and realistically, you know, I didn't do a great job of that initially, and I think that's why I got that first no. And so, you know, those eight or nine months was really exploring what are the strengths, what are the weaknesses. And at the end of the day, what I saw in at least the, the landscape of strategy where, where I'm working is that there were a lot of people that, that had a lot of content. So the theoretical professors and things that had a lot of concepts, but nobody had really made strategy acceptable or practical or real world for the everyday person to use in their life. And so that was what really um, it created the passion in me to say, how can I make strategy realistic and practical for the everyday person out there? And so that's that's what's driven my writing, my research, my speaking, is, is really bringing strategy to life for people. And that's a perfect lead-in to our next topic, which is the aha moment. Because as entrepreneurs, we have those moments of despair. We have those moments of failure where we just really don't know if we're going to be able to get over that hump or pivot around to really make it work. And it really defines us as entrepreneurs, as people. But another thing that we're blessed with on the other end of the spectrum are those aha moments, those moments where we really get inspired by these great ideas that we just know are going to resonate so well with our clients, with our customers, with our target audience. Can you share with us an aha moment that you had at some point in your journey, Rich, and how you turned that moment into success? My my aha moment, probably like many entrepreneurs out there, came from someone else. I think if we listen to others, sometimes that's where those come from. And yes. so came about 12 years ago, and I remember it very clearly. I was working as a, cons- as a chief strategy officer for a, a firm, and we were having a strategic planning meeting. And at one of the breaks, one of the mid- mid-level managers came to me. And he said, very, very, very seriously and very concerned look on his face. He said, Rich, I met with my boss last week and he said that I was not strategic. And he said, if I don't become more strategic, I'm probably not going to to be in this position for the next year. How do I be more strategic? And John, that was my aha moment. I said, you know, there's all these books written on corporate strategy and business strategy, but no one has ever put together a roadmap for an individual person to go from being tactical to strategic. So that was my aha moment that said, this guy that I know and respect is really struggling deep down with how does he become more strategic? And I did the research and there was nothing really out there. So that 
set me down the path of finding out what is that roadmap and how can I share that roadmap with other people. And you just really nailed it with Strategic Thinking Institute. I mean, that says it all. That, to me, in one phrase, those three words just really define exactly where your head's at, exactly what your aha moment was, exactly what you provide as value to your customers. So I definitely commend you for that. Rich, have you had an I've made it moment? You know, John, it's it's funny. I, I certainly could think of some times where I was feeling really good about myself and said, you know, this is, you know, th- this is really what it's about. And, I, you know, I think that the thing we all have to remember is I- I'm not sure we've ever really made it. You know, I think to me it's a process of, you know, continually getting better, staying hungry, and, and not, not thinking that we've, you know, that we've mastered things. So I think that's the key thing. But I, I will mention one moment that, that stands out. Uh, about a year ago, I was fortunate enough to do a keynote speech at a conference for about 4,000 people. And after the, after the keynote speech, um, you know, feeling that you know, it was a, a, a really one of those moments where you're able to touch so many different people at one time, I remember somebody coming up afterwards and during the presentation, she had her arms crossed and she was in the second row and she didn't have a a really positive look on her face. So I I didn't know if I was really reaching her or not, but but the, the, the crowd overall was very receptive. So interestingly, she was the first one to come up afterwards. And and I was waiting for the uh-oh because she wasn't real excited during the presentation. But she came up and said, you know, I, I really was thinking a lot about what you were saying as you were speaking. And she said, you know, I haven't really set a plan for my life. I, I've relied on other people, whether it's my boss or my colleagues or my family, to direct where I want to go. But I realized today after listening to you that I can really control where I go if I take the time to think about where I want to go and how I'm going to get there. And and you've given me some tools and a blueprint to do that. And thank you. And after she left and I chatted with other folks, to me, it was one of those moments where I certainly haven't made it per se, but I was able to to connect with someone on a, on a level that, that definitely helped them. And to me, that's, that's what it's all about. That's a very interesting answer, and that's exactly the reason why I love this question, because every entrepreneur answers it differently, because every entrepreneur defines the I've made a moment differently. Some people just say, John, I've had an I've made a moment every single day of my life, and others are on the other end of the spectrum, and they say, I'll never have an I've made a moment, because that will denote the end of my journey, and I'll never be finished. And other people say, when I reach my milestones, that's my aha moment, and that's what I really love to hear is that people are really enjoying the milestones, the accomplishments that they're making along their journey. And it definitely sounds like you are rich. Would you say that you are truly enjoying your journey? Yeah, John, to me, the, 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 the people, and again, we define success differently. For me, success is living a life where you bring together your talent, your passion, and your skills. Oh, You know, I've been fortunate enough to, to carve that path out and to design you know, the business that I've wanted to be in, the business that I've wanted to lead in the Strategic Thinking Institute. And so every morning, I'm blessed with the fact that I'm doing what I love to do, something that I'm, I'm reasonably good at, and something that other people find value in. And I think if you can, if you can, as an entrepreneur, connect those three points, then I think, you know, every day is going to be a great day. Phenomenal. 
Rich, let's use that to lead into our next topic, which is your current business. You've already shared with us something you're really excited about coming up in 2013, your sixth book, and that sounds like it's very inspiring work. If you could share with us one other thing that's really exciting you about your business right now, what would that be? You know, John, as I've traveled uh, with, I have two children, so as we travel with my, my wife, my children, we go to different places, and they're in the period now where Disneyland and Disney World have been on on the uh, on the itinerary, and it's always amazing what a job that uh, you know that that Disney does. You know, as I think about my business, one of the connections I've said is, you know, could I make my business the the Disneyland of strategy and strategic thinking? Could I provide an experience for people virtually that allows them to learn, to engage, to be entertained, and to grow? And, and so that's the thing that's really igniting me these days is how do I create that Disneyland of strategy um, so that I can bring together a topic, quite frankly, that you know a lot of people find uh, potentially boring or, or dull or dusty because it's very textbookish. How do I bring that to life in an experiential way that people can really resonate with and, and really enjoy and still learn at the same time? Great insights. On that note, Rich, what's your vision for the future? You know, my vision, John, is to be able to reach millions of people with the message that you can take control of your life using strategy. You can design the life that you want from a work standpoint and from a personal perspective if you only would take the time to think about where you are, where you want to go, and how you're going to get there, and then put that into a one or two page blueprint to drive your success. You know, John, I run into a lot of entrepreneurs that feel like they're in a rut. They feel like they're stuck. And for me, one of the things that I always tell people is new growth comes from new thinking. You know, that idea that new growth comes from new thinking. If we want to experience exponential growth in our business, if we want to experience a higher level of success, then we can't do the same things in the same ways that we've always done. them. We have to think about how do I bring new value to people? How do I do things differently? And simply put, that means we have to take time in our schedule to sit and to think. You can do that outside. You can do it hiking. You can do it in your office. But you have to take time to think. If you don't take that time to think, then you're simply relying on chance. And as we all know, hope is not a strategy. That is absolutely true. And I love how your message and Entrepreneur on Fire's message runs so parallel because Entrepreneur on Fire's mission is to inspire millions of people. And I'm so glad that we were able to have you on our platform to continue to bring us towards that dream. And it's really a perfect lead-in to our final topic, which is the lightning rounds. And this is where I get to ask you, Rich, a series of questions. You come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Fear of failure, fear of criticism, fear of, of not making any money. Fear is the biggest problem I think that many entrepreneurs face, and I definitely felt it before I left my corporate job to, to start my own business. But you've got to overcome that fear and, and have belief in yourself. What is the best business advice you have ever received? The best business advice I've ever received is don't listen to criticism. Listen, but don't take it to heart. 
We, we always want to get better. So if we want to get better, we have to understand where we fall short. So in those cases, we do need to acknowledge the, 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 the critiques of, of where our performances could be better. But if we allow the criticism to get to us personally, then that's going to cause too much doubt. It's going to cause too much fear, and it's going to cause us to not move forward and be and be courageous when we need to. So it's, it's good to hear the criticism, but don't take it to heart. Powerful. What do you regret doing or not doing at some point in your journey, and what lesson did you learn? You know, I think the biggest regrets, John, are the things that we don't do or the people that we don't reach out to. You know, I've certainly looked back in, in my past and there's 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 opera business opportunities that I didn't explore or people that I didn't connect with because I simply felt like, well, I, I have too much going on. I'm too busy to do that. But the reality is, you know, you should never be too busy to reach out, to, to connect with somebody, to make another relationship because you, you never know when you can provide them value or when they may be able to help you. So I would say the biggest regret is not necessarily taking the time to invest in relationships earlier on in, in my entrepreneurial days um, as I do now. If you could only choose two websites, Rich, to obtain all the information you needed to succeed, what would they be and why? Well, let's see. One, you know, one website I would say would be, um, and, and this is more of a, a product that I use, but it's been such a powerful part of my business. is is called MindJet. So MindJet is basically a, a, a it's a website, a software that allows you to mind map. And mind mapping is simply when you put a topic in the center of a piece of paper, and then out from that, like spokes on a wheel, you create other ideas visually and verbally. And for me, that's become the, the, the power that drives my writing, that drives my speaking, that drives my presentations. All the things I do are driven by mind maps. So for me, the MindJet website is so powerful because it creates a platform that allows me to really explore my thinking, to put it in a, in a hard, hard format that allows me to build on it and explore it and go back to it. So for me, that's probably the biggest one. And then the other one is probably going to sound funny to most people, but it's dictionary.com. Yeah. And the reason I mentioned that is because I think too often when we communicate, we say things that we don't necessarily mean, or if we're trying to come up with a new concept or topic, if we really know the, the, the root word or the inherent form of a word, then it can really create a much more powerful level of meaning. And I'll give you an example. The word decision comes from the Latin word decidere, which means to cut off. And so when you make a decision, what you're really doing, if you're making a good decision, is you're cutting off other options or other avenues. And I think great entrepreneurs inherently are the ones that make tough decisions. They say, I'm going to be about this and I'm not going to try and be everything to everybody. So those would be the two that I'd recommend. Phenomenal. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you are just in love with that you can share with Fire Nation? You know, I would probably go with, uh, and I mentioned it a moment ago, but I probably would go with the MindJet just because, again, it, it makes it so easy for you to express yourself from a written perspective, a verbal perspective, I would say those are probably the two. And then the other one, quite honestly, is uh, is uh, I, I'm a Mac person, so Keynote uh, from a presentation perspective. I think you know being able to create a, a trailer, like a movie trailer for my books, uh, has been great. 
uh, and, and just another way to create video that allows you to communicate with so many people that obviously today visual is, is probably the greatest medium. So, you know, using Keynote to be able to piece together slides and photos and, and, and audio, I think, has been, has been very helpful. On the show notes page, we are going to have a link to all of your books, which I know the Fire Nation is going to be excited to delve into after this interview. But if you could recommend one other book to Fire Nation, what would that book be? You know, I would probably, and this is this goes back. I'm a big believer in the classics because I think a lot of the a lot of the great ideas are are ones that have come from long ago. But you know, I would probably go with um, uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I know I it's that. a book and, and there's been a lot of books written since then with similar topics but you know to me the the you know the the main mantra of that book is you have to find your purpose and you have to be committed 100% um you have to be on fire uh w- with your purpose to use your term John yeah. and i think that book was one of the first ones i read that really you know struck me that i need to find my purpose and so that really started to set me down that path Great choice. And there is no excuse not to consume that book because on Kindle, you can get that for free or 99 cents. I mean, there are just phenomenal copies of Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill out there that are just waiting to be read. And man, I just downloaded the audio version of it and on about a three hour drive, just consumed a good portion of it. And it just never gets old. Those are just great classic books. Absolutely. So, Rich, this is the last question. It's my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, and then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Interestingly, the first thing I would do is... I wouldn't turn the uh, computer on and I wouldn't use the $500. The first thing I would do is walk around and explore my surroundings and try to really get a, a feel for, you know, where am I and, you know, wh- what do the people here look for? What do they want? What are they about? I think too often, John, we, we think in our minds, well, you know, I know what people want. I know what this is about. I've, I've got a lot of experience. But until we really, really find what people are all about and what what is the value that people are searching for in their life what what do they really want what do they really need and i think that the, so the first thing i would do is really explore and, and try and chat with people and, and find out what do you want what do you need what are you all about to really gather that information understand what they're all about then i would take that computer in the internet and i would develop um, offerings i would develop services well, and, and they might be around healthcare, they might be around education, they might be around uh, building a community, but, but they would be things that would serve other people because, you know, one of my favorite, uh, favorite quotes is from Proverbs, which says, if, as iron sharpens iron, so man sharpens his fellow man. And I think if we all as entrepreneurs remember that if we serve other people, we'll be rewarded. I think that's the thing that really stands out for me, that I've got to find a way to serve other people, and then you know that in turn will, will help me to, 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 to thrive moving forward. Wow. That was actionable advice, Rich. And you've given us incredibly actionable advice this entire interview, and we are all better for it. 
Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, then tell us how we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Yeah, John, I would go back to something I mentioned earlier, but I'm a firm believer that new growth comes from new thinking. You know, as an entrepreneur especially, you have to challenge yourself with, do I have new ways to think about my life and new ways to think about my business? If you're not consistently challenging yourself with new ways of thinking and then dedicating that time to think, then you're not going to be as successful as you can. You're not going to be able to reach your full potential. So give yourself the time to do that. If you'd like some free resources around strategic thinking and how do I become more strategic, um, there are hundreds of articles and videos and podcasts that you can see at uh, strategyskills.com. And my latest book, Strategy for You, available everywhere, is a great resource for building that blueprint to the life that you want to live. Rich, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, your knowledge. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Great to be with you. Fire Nation. My first book, Podcast Launch, is now live at Amazon. In this book, I share all and have created a step-by-step process for launching your podcast. The Fire Bonus is 15 video tutorials that I included with the purchase. You join me as I walk us step-by-step through each process visually, and by the end, you will be a podcasting pro. Pick up your copy at podcastlaunch.com. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.